Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, I think we need to start with a hard-hitting stuff here uh, for our first interview face-to-face with bench coach Jace Tingler. First of all, I want to thank you so much. You're always so great about joining us on the morning news. And this is my first time actually getting to see you face-to-face. This is great. You were the ref for the egg toss for the players yesterday. Can you tell us about that uh, team bonding event yesterday? So we had some controversy. And uh, Hank Conger and myself, this is our second year in a row, and I think we've done an outstanding job refereeing. This year, the controversy came in when Tommy Watkins inserted himself into a play that eliminated uh, Nico, and uh, it was Willie Castro. And so there's some team turmoil going on right now. Uh, but with all honesty, we had a good time yesterday. Uh, the egg toss event is always fun. And it's amazing. You look up, you think egg toss you don't think as Duran, Brock Stewart, the guys that throw 100 miles an hour, they do well in it every year. How? I don't know. <laughs> and so describe it to people. What are they doing? Yeah. So uh, the first event is an egg toss. They start at about 10, 15 yards. They've got to toss it to their partner. Then they take five steps back from there. Um, when your egg breaks, you're eliminated. The final four became an egg uh, relay race, uh, and they had to carry it with a spoon. No running, only uh uh, what do they call it? Speed walking. Speed okay. walking. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's how it unfolded. It's these types of things that spring training is all about. It's the team bonding. It's the fun stuff off the field. It really plays into the success of this team. I think so. And, and we've been in the luxury of we've been a group that, for the most part, has been together. You know, we looked through the trade deadline last year. Um, we were one of the only teams that, you know, from where we started to where we finished, and, yes, we had guys come along uh, whether that was Julian, Walner, Royce, 
but those are organizational guys. And so uh, anything we can do to kind of continue to build the, the, the bonding, um, you know, I think it goes a long ways. It certainly does. And what are you seeing from this group now with spring training underway? What, what are some of the highlights you want to share, players that you've really been honed in on, working with, that type of thing? So we're closing in on a week of playing games. This is going to be the last day of uh, February. Everybody's just trying to find their stride. Um, starting tomorrow, March comes around, and I think uh, it's time that you know we maybe turn it up a level or two. We need to be sharper when we're out there. Right now we're trying to we're, we're go out, we're getting our at-bats, we're building up the innings on, on the pitching side, um, and right now we're looking for good health. Uh, each and every week going forward as we get ready for the opener, uh, opening day in Kansas City, uh, we're just slowly starting to turn the, the, the notches up a little bit. Makes a difference. How does this year's camp compare to last year? After all the success uh, at the end of this season, there must be a different, a little bit of a different mindset with this year's camp. I think the the, the success is nice. It, it's great. Um, and it's kind of been the buzz at camp. I think the, the, the reality is is last year is going to have nothing to do with, with, with anything um, except the fact that we gained some experience. So uh, what it means is that we've got to come out, we've got to play uh, fantastic fundamental baseball. Nothing's going to change. Uh, we, we've got to continue to develop our young players. Uh, the veterans have to you know, perform at a high level. Um, but there's no secrets to the game. We've got to pitch it. We've got to play great defense. And we're going to have to have timely hitting. And uh, we do that over time. We should be in a good spot. What was it like for you seeing Buxton uh, run out to center field uh, and just be back out there and, and just what it means for this team? Yeah, um, I think the best way to describe it is just seeing him even before that. Uh, he's had a huge smile on his face. Uh, quite frankly, the clubhouse kind of feeds off that. And so when, when when Buck is smiling, bouncing around, obviously he's excited to uh, get to play center. Uh, equally excited are the pitchers that can now, um, you know, you, you, you stick a platinum glove out in, in center field. And so uh, being able to feed off that. We just want to make sure he he builds up properly. He's the type of guy that's, you know, just ready to go. Um, And we want to make sure and and build up. But uh, he looks great. He's got a smile on his face, and he's excited. Um, How about Manny Margot? How is he fitting into the group right now? He seems like a a very happy guy uh, in just some of the things that I've seen. Yeah, so uh, Manny, for the fans out there uh, that have really appreciated uh, just kind of um, Jorge Polanco over the years. I see a lot of similarities in the personality. Uh, a very hard-nosed guy, upbeat, um, going to be quiet for the most part and let the majority of his play do the talking. So I see a lot of similarities there. Um, he's going to help us out. He's going to be able to play uh, some some wonderful outfield defense. He's going to bring some leadership qualities to us and uh, – uh, I'm excited to see him get in the lineup. I bet. Uh, we chatted with Brooks Lee yesterday, 23 years old. The kid uh, really has such maturity to him. And just talking to him, his approach to things, it's exciting to think about what he could eventually do for the Saints and then the Twins as well. 
Yeah, so watching him play shortstop, uh, it, it's been great. Fundamentally sound. He's switch hitting from both sides of the plate. It doesn't take very long to be around him. That, you know, his dad is a legendary college coach, so he's kind of grown up. Um, the son of a coach, he, he knows the game. He knows how to slow the game down. And obviously his physical tools, you can see. You can see him hit. You can see him throw. You can see him run. Uh, but kind of where he's at on the middle side uh, seems advanced for a 23-year-old. Uh, Sheriff on the Hill today, Chris Paddock, he's been through so much. Uh, it's so nice to see him back. Uh, he could really be a difference maker for this team. Yeah, just when you said Paddock, I think, you know, everybody, you know, at least myself, kind of smiling, understanding his journey and understanding uh, how he's been derailed with injuries, yet he continues to uh, mature, grow, and um, it's really hard to get out of your mind the way he threw the ball down the stretch in the playoffs, certainly that Houston series, and, and um, you know, I'm excited to see him um start this year for us and be able to throw some quality ends and uh, should be one of one of our better guys if he can stay healthy and continue to grow. You have a great relationship and balance with Rocco. It's fun to see when he gets thrown out of games, you go right in, he hands you the clipboard. Uh, I just think it's really cool, and I think that does play a role in the success of this team, the kind of relationship you have with Rocco and the balance. You know, Rocco is so thoughtful. He's a deep thinker. Um, he is... Uh, his wisdom is way beyond his years. And so I think we counterbalance each other, you know, fairly well. Uh, um, we've, we've got a tremendous relationship. Um, and, and this entire staff is doing doing a wonderful job. So I think as a group, what we're trying to do is uh, take things off Rocco's plate. Um, I think we've always done that. I think we probably need to do that a little bit more uh, with the new twins that he has at home. Uh, So I think we're working through that, and that's what we're going to be doing the next three or four uh, weeks, trying to take as much off his plate as we can. That's great. On a personal basis, I know you've got kids, and sometimes when you uh, do interviews with us in the morning, you're, you know, just have talked to them on the phone if you're at an away game, that kind of thing. How are things going for you at spring training? Is your family here? So they they were out here last week. Thanks for asking, by the way. Yeah. And uh, they were upset. Um, My wife apparently told them that they have to go back to school. They weren't happy about that. Uh, But with that being said, they're coming back the last week of uh, spring training. And uh, that's really all they're geared up for. Oh, that's great. It must just be, you know, the ins and outs of being a dad and doing this job. It's a lot to balance, and you got to have a, a great wife and mom at home. <laughs> you know, I, I'm lucky to have that. Uh, she is the one that is doing the majority of the heavy lifting at home. And so uh, at times when they get to come out here, I just get a, I get to be the PE teacher, and we run around and have a great time. <laughs> Which is great. Are you hopping on the bus soon here? So I think I'm going to ride up with Rocco today, and then I'll probably ride the bus back home. Okay. I think that's so interesting. I never knew that it was just the the rookies and the people with less than one year's experience that ride the bus. Everyone else drives. Yeah. You know, for for the most part, I think that's pretty consistent. Each team will kind of have their maybe different policy, but for the most part, it's it's all the same. What's different is when you have spring training in Arizona versus spring training in Florida. So in Arizona, really your furthest drive is, you know, 30, 40 minutes uh, uh, away, whereas here, uh, depending on traffic, you can be three, four hours. Okay. What are you most pumped up about for opening day at Target Field? The fans. Um, just being able to uh, draw off the the energy in the stadium 
the last playoff series, uh, certainly the one we won, Toronto, that that was one of the, the, the best atmospheres I've seen, been a part of, uh, seeing the passion uh, from that group. And so um, I think we're going to see something similar on uh, on opening day. Certainly. And we want warm weather. It's 14 degrees <laughs> right now there. We want the warm weather we've been experiencing all winter. We've had a good winter in, in the Twin Cities. I would prefer warm weather um, <laughs> as a selfish coach. We've got two heaters uh, that, that, that are blowing um, a lot of heat on us, and we have heated benches. So either way, I'm fine. You're good. Um, I would prefer if Buxton and the boys are a little bit warmer when they're out on the field, though. Fair enough. We want them to be warm. Chase, thank you so much. And, again, we appreciate you always, your willingness to be on the morning news, and we look forward to talking to you during the season. Same. I, are we planning on Wednesday mornings again? Uh, what do you think, Jimmy? Yeah? <laughs> Every what? morning. Every morning we want you Let's on. do it. I love it. Chase Tingler, <laughs> bench coach. Me. Great to talk to him. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.